Everyone watching live on BAM YouTube, let me know in the comments where you are tuning in from. The hot sheet covers what you need to know about the real estate industry in a 24-hour time period. On today's hot sheet, I will discuss Zillow's home price forecast, what's ahead for small-time investors, and a drop in mortgage demand. Today is Wednesday, May 24th, 2023. I am Byron Lazine, and the hot sheet starts now. Okay, welcome back to the hot sheet. Hit the thumbs up and join BAMX below if you like the hot sheet. We've got a private Facebook group where things are being shared nowhere else on the internet. A BAMX course from an internal BAM member every single month as well as live streams. Become a better agent. Everyone tells you what to do. BAMX shows you how to do it. Join the community down below. Zillow comes out with a forecast yesterday. That is much different from the ones we've been talking about all week. If you missed Monday's Fannie Mae prediction, they are very bearish on home prices going forward throughout the rest of this year. Not only that, they're bearish on home prices for 2024. Zillow is quite the opposite. Okay, And there's more in that Fannie Mae camp. We're going to get to that in just a second than there are in the Zillow camp. So Zillow is far ahead of the pack. Let's unpack everything in this report yesterday, and then we'll get to their home price forecast. So yesterday they reported there were 683,000 new single family home sales nationwide in April. That was up from 4.1% from March and up 11.8% from April, 2022, according to the U S census bureau. Okay. So those are new, uh, I'm sorry, those, yeah, new single family home sales. Okay. So new construction, uh, the median sale price of the new houses sold in April was $420,800. I think that's actually good news because the median sale price across the country just last month was reported at $450,000. So if Zillow's reporting that in April, that number was four hundred and twenty. dollars that's coming down to a more affordable level. We know that the median sale price across the country is in the 300s, not the 400s. So 420 compared to 450 to me would start to edge closer to where median prices are in the country overall. Median sale price of new homes sold in April, again, 420,800. Uh, the seasonally adjusted estimate of new house sales at the end of April was 433,000. Now a supply of 7.6 months at the current sales rate. So that is edging up a little bit. New home sales increased in April, up both from one month ago and one year ago. Okay. This is why it matters, according to Zillow. In a housing market where existing inventory is tight and affordability challenges are lurking around every corner, many prospective home buyers are happy to see new construction homes entering the market. Zillow economist, senior economist Nicole Bashad thinks home builders are fitting nicely into this spring housing season that is starved for new inventory. Home buyers are hungry for anything they can afford, and home builders are happy to meet them where they are. Home builders, obviously, as we've talked about a bunch on this stream, have the advantage of being able to work that rate down. That's worked to their advantage. New homes do make up 25% of total inventory in this starved inventory environment. Let's get into some more of the Zillow numbers released yesterday. A U.S. typical home value, so this is all homes, 
is coming in right now, according to Zillow, at 339000 plus. Okay, so call it $340,000 for all homes. New homes in April, again, were at 420000 median price. That's off of a 450000 reported last month. So the gap is starting to tighten. Good news for affordability in the future if that trend continues. Uh, change in typical home value from last month. Zillow reports 1.03% uptick. U.S. typical monthly rent is uh, $2,018, according to Zillow. I've seen other numbers coming in at $1,850. Still well below the $2,500 plus on the average mortgage right now. So that gap is still persistent. And then a uh, typical change in rent from last year, 5.3%. That's down from year over year prior. And we are seeing month over month decreases in rent. So don't get confused necessarily by that number. We've talked about that a bunch on the stream. Now, let's get into the Zillow forecast on where they see home prices going. From April 2023 to April 2024, Zillow sees 390 of the major 400 housing markets going up in home values, okay? 37% of markets, they actually see values going up 7% or more. Furthermore, Zillow sees home prices overall in the country going up 4.8% from April of right now, April last month, 2023, to April 2024. So again, I repeat, Zillow sees a 4.8% increase in home values over the next year. You can go check out Monday's hot sheet to see what Fannie Mae says. They're the total opposite. They're in the negatives this year and they're in the negatives next year. So Fannie Mae is a bear on this home price market. Freddie Mac, Freddie Mac just came out with their prediction. Okay. Freddie Mac's updated May uh, prediction is the following. Freddie Mac believes they're with Fannie Mae home prices to fall 2.9% over the 12 months through quarter one of next year, an additional 1.3% over the following 12 months after that. Okay. So Freddie Mac joins their uh, sister, I guess you'll call it Fannie Mae, both on the downside. Zonda came out with their home price uh, outlook as well this week. And they're joining Freddie and Fannie saying home prices are going to be between flat and a 3% decline over the next 12 months. So there's much more in the camp of home prices are going to go down. Zillow is opposite. Now, I want to take all things into consideration and I want to explain this to a consumer because it can be confusing. Listen, Zillow does have two out of three uh, home shoppers going through their website. Okay, so I like the data on Zillow. Zillow's been pretty pretty close to the numbers on some of these home price forecasts, okay, in, in recent memory, especially in the last 12 to 24. Okay, and, and I just want to let a consumer know all of the different variables. This is what the banks are saying. The banks believe home prices are going to go down. They're also being hit with the interest rate the hardest. Uh, Zillow, on the other side, believes home prices are going to go up in a big way. And not only that, in these 37 markets, they believe that home prices are going to go up 7% or more over the next 12 months. What are those markets? Because if you're in one of those markets, you should definitely be grabbing this table 
sharing that with your community, putting that into an email newsletter. It'll be down below for free in the daily download. As always, all of our sources and downloads are just available below for one click. So uh, Severville, Tennessee, 10.3%, Zillow says. These are the 37 markets where they're uh, forecasting at least a 7% jump. Columbia, Missouri, uh, Tullahoma, Tennessee, Sholo, Arizona, Sebring, Florida. Okay. Uh, I'm not even going to try this one here. Uh, this one here from Indiana, Cord Delane. I guess that would be it. Knoxville, Tennessee, Myrtle Beach, Topeka, Kansas, Kalispell, uh, Rocky Mount, Augusta, Augusta, Maine. That would be uh, not Augusta. Georgia, Rome, Georgia, Moses Lake, Washington, Winston, North Carolina, Springfield, Missouri, Pinehurst, golfer country, uh, Ocean City in Jersey, Joplin, Missouri, East Stroudsburg, Pennsylvania, Shelby, North Carolina, Johnson City, another Tennessee, a lot of Tennessee on this list, uh, Muscogin, Missouri, Twin Falls, Idaho, Savannah, Georgia, Wilmington, Hilton Head, Lumberton, North Carolina, uh, Hot Springs, Arkansas, New Bern, North Carolina, Cookville, Tennessee, a lot of Tennessee, Huntsville, Alabama, Hickory, North Carolina, McCoon, Georgia, um, Lake Havasu City, Arizona, Morristown, Tennessee, and Muncie uh, to round out the list. I don't see much Northeast. We've Northeast home prices haven't come down like other parts of the country. Okay, I do see Ocean City, Jersey on there, and I think that's it for the Northeast. There was that one in Maine, but that's it. So there's your list of 37. Grab that. If you're, let me know in the comments or if you're in one of these locations, um, and and what you think about that. If you're in one of those locations, I would definitely be grabbing that table down below. Uh, I also have the overall charts where Zillow expects regional home prices to head between April, 2023 and April 24, the whole map of the country. You could see Southeast really green. That dark green is, is the high 7% where they have a decline or flat would be San Francisco area, the Bay area. Uh, you know, they, I see some uh, close to Chicago and in parts of Pennsylvania and then certainly Louisiana, Louisiana has been beat up, but the majority of the country you can you can see here, Zillow's got up in a big way. And overall, they're forecasting a 4.8% increase. So Zillow is the bull of housing prices moving forward. Um, Mortgage Banker Association, which we're going to get to them in a little bit, uh, is also on in with the banks where their home price outlook is 0 uh, negative 0.6% in 23, negative 1.4% in 24. So MBA, Freddie Mac, Fannie Mae, Zonda, all in the other category where they're projecting home prices to go down. All right. Uh, what has gone down and maybe not worked for some investors this year is these syndications, these real estate syndications. Wall Street Journal put out a story yesterday. A housing bust comes for thousands of small-time investors. Okay, so uh, they were offered benefits of owning apartment building rentals without any of the work in real estate investments that have already been left uh, left some people empty-handed. There's a whole bunch of lawsuits against this guy. You may recognize him, Grant Cardone, uh, that have been kind of 
thrown out there on on YouTube and all this kind of stuff. So one of this guy's mentors in the story here, Grant Cardone, a former uh, car salesman t- uh, turned syndicator, has amassed 4.3 mil- blah blah. Okay, so the company bought 618 million worth of apartments in 2019, according to CoStar, <clears throat> in December 2020. Um, yeah, all right. Anyways. I must have missed the spot here, but uh, anyways, there's a a bunch of these lawsuits against people like Cardone. Syndicators generally invest little of their own money. So what Grant Cardone and others, I'm not just picking on him. This he just happens to be in the story. All right, uh, what these syndicators do is they will collect acquisition fees from investors. Typically, go from about two percent as high as five percent of an apartment's building purchase price. They also take management fees of two to three percent from the building's gross income. These are big, you know. 200 300 million dollar purchases on these buildings and syndicators often profit even if the investment is a failure which real estate analysts say encourages excessive risk taking at the expense of inexperienced investors what you've seen a lot is you know this accredited investor hey if you're an accredited investor you got um over two hundred fifty thousand dollars or more you can become an accredited investor you can throw in on deals like this now you've seen uh, people say hey we're taking on non-accredited investors this is something that that this individual here, Cardone, did during the pandemic. Okay, so where they're taking on non-investors, uh, non-accredited investors, and saying you don't, you don't have to do any of the the work, uh, you don't have to worry about the property, you get all the tax benefits, and you can invest in, and be in on the upside. It appears that many of these deals, as the crunch on multifamily that we've been talking about on the hot sheet continues to happen there's a glut of inventory hitting the market these prices went white hot okay and now interest rates multifamily investing is all due to the interest rates interest rates being high there is a serious crunch on these investors if they got ahead of their skis like some of them did some of the small time investors at the bottom of the food chain on these deals could be out a lot of money just look at how much money poured into the space in 2022, 66.23 billion. There is a year going all the way back 10, 15 years where it even exceeded 50 billion. And most years don't exceed 20 billion. So real estate syndicators annual fundraising in 2022 blew out any year on record. A lot of small inexperienced uh, investors were involved in that number. And if somebody asks you as a real estate professional, about what's going on. Hey, can I, should I get into a deal where I don't have to do any of the work? You, you've got to advise cautiously, right? Is this, you know, a, a group with a track record? Uh, have they just started? It's better off to learn real estate yourself on a small deal locally where you can touch it, feel it, see it, visit the property, do some management yourself. Show them this Wall Street Journal article. It'll be linked down below for you uh, as a cautionary tale of what can happen when you invest your money uh, with some large group that promises you no work and no stress and um, and you've got no control over the process. Okay. Uh, we have no control, it seems right now on mortgage applications. This is due to the rising interest rate, which did hit 7% once again yesterday afternoon. Mortgage applications decreased 4.6% from one week earlier, according to data from Mortgage Banker Association's weekly mortgage application survey for the week ending 
May 19th, 2023. Okay. The refinance index uh, decreased 5% from the previous week and was 44% lower the same week a year ago. The seasonally adjusted purchase index uh, raised 4% from one week earlier. The unadjusted purchase index decreased 5% compared with the previous week and was 30% lower than the same week one year ago. Mortgage applications declined almost 5% last week as borrowers remained sensitive to higher rates. Uh, and last week, the rate only rate went up to a high of 6.69%, the highest level since March. So it'll be interesting to see what happens when we get this report next week, when we're at the highest point since February, which is 7%. We are now testing 7%. Again, where is it going to go today? Nobody really knows, but we can certainly take a guess at it. And hopefully it might come down maybe just under the 7% as the 10 years back down under 3.7 or at 36.84. Currently, yesterday, again, the 30-year did touch up over 7 to a 7.01 number on Mortgage News Daily's 30-year fixed daily survey. The last three readings have all been over 6.9, 6.9, and 7.01. Uh, just less than two weeks ago, we were under 6.9. Five. So we've had a full half a percent jump in about 10 days going backwards. Okay. Uh, that's it for this one here. Please consider sharing this with somebody who wants to look back on the housing market in the last 24 hours. Jeremy Knight from Austin. What's going on, Jeremy? Mark my words. Austin will be year over year positive in November and December. Austin obviously has been a market that has dropped double digit in home sales. Jeremy's local to the market. Obviously, he's the ex one of the experts in the marketplace there. Uh, and he's obviously seeing activity that suggests home prices will be positive year over year when we, when we take a look from the end of the year backwards. So Jeremy and Zillow in the same camp on home prices increasing. All of those uh, slides and sources that we shared today are down below in the daily download. You sign up once, you get it every single day, whether you're on the live stream or not. And if you love what we're doing here on the hot sheet, you will love BAMX. Get into that community. The link is down below. Use the code HOTSHEET for 15% off the annual description. I will see you guys tomorrow. Have a great Wednesday. And until then, toodaloo.